1: Hello, I'm Jules.
2: Hello, I'm Sarah. And
1: welcome, welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where we're back in the studio. Absolutely.
2: And this time we're talking about a subject very, very close to our hearts. Something... Something which means a great deal to us. And actually, appropriately, (laughs) we have been snacking um, just before coming on because we wanted to, we had to do an episode about food.
1: Food and eating out. Food,
2: eating out, maybe a little bit of cooking. We might save that for another time though. Mm. Leave it with us live planning on air, maybe, maybe not. But food is just food. Is everything? It's, it's it's just
1: heavily in the Venn diagram. Yeah, where we meet. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Meals
1: out, gorgeous drinks, gorgeous food, lovely, lovely. Live that's to you and eat, me. Yeah. don't
2: eat to live. <laughs> yeah. Is what. I... <laughs> it's something that's always served. I'm me ready to believe. Very, very well. Like I'm already excited that we're going to go for lunch. Oh yeah. I'm really like. Yeah, I've already been thinking doing, about yeah, it. Well, we're going for lunch. Great. What we're going to have? Where we're going to go? Lovely. <laughs> but the older, the older I get. The more, for me, it's about dinners. Like dinners out rather than nights out yeah. is what I mean. Oh,
1: God, yes. <sighs> like
2: I can't imagine much worse. When we went out for your hen when yeah. we went out for your Stendu, yeah. when we went out... I haven't done anything like that for a long time. And you when did we walk there, into the place yeah, a bit bewildered. I was like, oh wow. And I walked in and I was like, oh, you have to queue up at the bar to get a drink. Yeah. There's nowhere to sit. Oh, wow. And it's been such a long, long time. So going out for dinner, and actually as early as possible, the dinner. Really lunch. That's what I'm that's what I'm really angling yeah. for. Lunch brunch, that sort of thing. That's what I'm all about. I still think, I still think about that chicken Kiev that we had when we went out to um Bob Bob Ricard. You and I went out for our Christmas party. Yeah. And which I, I had... side
1: note, I really missed this Christmas. Yeah, I just yes! want to say I really missed our Christmas yeah, party. Yeah, we should have done something. I know. Christmas
2: just crept up though, didn't <laughs> it? And then before we knew it, it was here.
1: You still think about that Kiev? I
2: still think about that chicken Kiev. You know, when you choose something on a menu and it's exactly the, it's like the best thing you could have ordered. I
1: couldn't tell you what I ordered that night. No, Probably I couldn't fish. tell you what you ordered.
2: <laughs> 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 We'd had a lot to drink, but I do remember that chicken Kiev. But for me it is all about starters. Starters are the best moment. In fact, the moment before that when the bread comes.
1: I'm a big fan of a bread basket. The bread basket
2: and the olives, the little picky bits at the start. And you have that first drink. You know when you have your first sip of your first drink and it's just heaven. Like it's just the most gorgeous thing. So that's my favourite bit. Then the starter comes and you're hungry because you're like, ooh, yeah, my starter. I will just
1: rewind quickly. I do think that when a bread basket comes and the butter is of an exceptional standard, that's when you really know what's going on. You're like, okay, I know the ride that I'm on. I know if this is going to be questionable, if we're going to really have to like journey this around, or if the butter is just... Perfect for spreading. It might be slightly smoked. It might have a little bit of salt on top. You know, and you crack the loaf and steam comes out. You're like, I don't even care what I'm going to order because it's going to be great.
2: (laughs) That is, that is just the peak for me. It doesn't get any better in life than that. And actually, so by the main course... Like...
1: You're a bit lost. <laughs> well, I am a
2: bit. And also, there's a suddenly there's a bigger plate of food. It's mm. not just like, picky, picky. Although, if I am going to do picky, picky, which I will, I will do tapas. June cannot share food. Neither can Ken and she They get very confused. Oh, June yeah. gets very stressed about the whole thing. She likes her plate. She likes to know what's hers. She doesn't want to be reaching over with a spoon and, and digging in. If it's a buffet, she'd rather somebody else went up for her.
1: Question about tapas. If... Because sometimes, and this is where I used to get very stressful, is when there's the potato left in the dish, singular. This is very British and tapas etiquette. I have learnt to have no etiquette at the tapas. If you're not leaning in for that potato... Yeah. You're lost. Yeah. I'm going in and I will happily mop up at the end. I don't yes. care because I can't mind bear mind sweeping. Yeah, because I can't bear bits. like a single fish in a dish, you know, like <laughs> a, a little limp bit of broccoli left on the side. Just get it all eaten. Stop yeah. being polite. If you need more, we can order more. It's fine. Yeah.
2: And also I think we do find ourselves going, does anybody want this? And have you ever been in a situation where somebody said that and somebody else has gone, Yeah. I want that, actually. You know what I mean? Like, if you've got the last potato... I thought you were going
1: to say, oh, you've thought, no. No, <laughs> no it's never been me. I, I'm like, I always want that.
2: <laughs> but if somebody said, oh, does anybody... Do you want this?
1: Can I you don't even if, ask.
2: I know, but can you imagine if somebody just turned around and went, yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, yeah no, I, I do. Yeah, Thanks. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I've actually... You've had four and I've had three. So that's actually... That's mine. Um, but yeah, the... I'm all about starters. I would have two starters... And a chip on the side. I'd love that. Like you have your starter. Love
1: how you refer to chips like you do trousers in fashion, singular. A trouser, a chip.
2: (laughs) A chip on the side. Like a Caesar salad, starter, well, maybe main course size actually with a chip on the side. That's a bad example. Salad and
1: chips is one of my favourite orders. Oh,
2: I love it. But I'm talking about ordering two starters because the starters, I always want. Lots of starters, like I, there's always like three or four that I'm like, Oh, I'd want that. Yeah, I'll have the burrata. Yeah, okay, I'll have the little the little fishy smoked trout. Lovely, gorgeous. And then you look at your main course, and I'm a bit like, oh, I don't really want a whole rack of lamb. I just mm. want another. I want another little. Would
1: you do double starters as your main? Oh, yeah, yeah, same. I, I would. do a starter,
2: yeah, starter, starter, starter main with sides, yeah, because sides are great.
1: I... And I'm going to say this and it's going to shock, but I can take or leave dessert in restaurants because yeah. often, you know yeah. you know, my long, you, long hatred of so many different types of desserts.
2: So many dietary it, requirements, <laughs> so many preferences. Desserts for
1: me are very, very difficult to navigate. Yeah. And so a lot of the time I'm just not leaning in mm. unless I'm like, ooh, yeah. that looks amazing. It would have to
2: really be like, ooh, yeah. And also... I'd probably be more inclined to share a pudding if I'm really honest. You yeah. know, you get to the end. I don't
1: really you know. like, I don't know. I don't like sharing. No. <laughs> I don't like sharing puddings because I'm like, it's very rare that, you know, yeah. it's not like I love every dessert. I don't. I actually wanted to say that because when we were doing our renovation, it we didn't have a kitchen for like nine months. And so... Eating out was literally yeah. last year for us completely. Yeah. But to
2: the stage where you almost don't want to eat out anymore.
1: Well, also, Sarah, you've influenced me in my life in so many ways. <laughs> but one, one way that I'm almost not grateful for is how you've influenced me when navigating table placements in restaurants. Sarah, <laughs> listen to me, Portsmouth so crew. criteria. <laughs> when, when you go out with Sarah, the table requirement is it's actually amazing it's like it's again it's on the venn diagram of selectiveness of like niche of like categories you don't like to be able to see the loo hear the toilet door hear the dryers you can't be near anywhere near the bathrooms you can't be near the the door oh yeah i don't want to be near the door you don't want to be near the door you don't want people coming in and out no you, yeah, you don't like to be near the kitchen.
2: No, too what much. What else is there? Like if they're, I've been. You know, if you go somewhere and they're putting the dirty plates like in some sort of hatch
1: oh, yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah. station,
2: I can't be anywhere. There is to be no that. hatch. No hatch in sight. Um, no, not in a draft, not near a radiator, not under the aircon, not in any sort of thoroughfare whatsoever, not on the end. Not in the, like on either end, you know, where somebody might somebody to get past, past me. Yeah. yeah. A booth is ideal. Yeah, that's really what you want. Is absolutely all booths. That's what I like. I like a booth.
1: Yeah, because we're not very organised. We're very last minute. So sometimes you do get the last minute table, and you have to sit. And I do often sit down, and I can I will be able to see the bathroom sign, and I think, oh poor Sarah, she'd hate this. And then I struggle (laughs) because I'm like,
2: I am Sarah, she is me. Also, no high stools. That's another. Thing. I no, I like to rest my back. Yeah, I don't want to sit. I don't want to be, you know, perched like a parrot, <laughs> not a budgie. <laughs> I know.
1: We went for a place with Ken and Sheila and they sat us on stools. And all three of us we were like, it's a no, <laughs> we, we'll be leaving <laughs> and we walked out. John
2: won't sit down. John's like, they show us the table and John looks straight to me and I'm like, could we sit there? Could is this one free? Could we could we go over here? I also, hate it when they
1: say this table's been. This table's actually been reserved. Don't oh, don't yeah. lie don't to me. Start don't lie with
2: me. And then yeah, and then you get to the end of the meal and there's nobody there. But <laughs> I was seeing, I was seeing this terrible, terrible guy. Right, and it was just before John actually. And and you know I'd always been seeing dreadful. It was your roster, really, wasn't it? Oh, God, it was just awful. And everyone before John was dreadful. And this one was particularly awful. It's always darkest before the dawn. (laughs) (laughs) So true. He was real like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, (laughs) we went up to um, this place. It was in Middlesbrough. And it was called Starters because they only served starters. I'm interested. At this place. Right,
1: I'm interested, but I I I, di- I dipped a toe with it being Middlesbrough. No, yes. thanks, Middlesbrough. But <laughs> no. I was like, no, oh, okay. It was
2: a novelty okay. type place, and what they so they only served starters, but it, uh, they weren't like a smoked salmon trout. They were like main courses, but mini. So like mini chicken Kiev. I
1: find mini very stressful. Mini, oh, mini,
2: oof. and there is, and also they came out on a cake stand. So there is something, I don't know. There is something very unappetizing. Are we talking mini beef? Yeah. Oh, I'd rather die. (laughs) But there's something very unappetizing about a mini fajita on the bottom of a cake stand. There's something This is difficult to navigate. This is very (laughs)
1: difficult.
2: Oh, God. Another guy who I went on a date with ate a whole lasagna with a spoon. And that was the ick. That gate, I was like, Hunty it's a P. no, I can't, I can't move on from that.
1: And did he address it? No,
2: he just, no. They he just, just
1: picked up that ladle and went for yeah, it. Yeah,
2: he just went on. Because, you know, you get your fork and your spoon. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just abandoned the fork. And I don't think he picked up his napkin either. And John always says that. Because whenever I sit down, when I'm settled, when I'm sure it's the right table and yeah. we don't need to move again, I always put my napkin on my lap and John always thinks it's very cute like I'm ready
1: yeah 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 yeah. that (laughs) is good you do do that I wait for somebody to put it on my lap
2: oh (laughs) of course with a flourish (laughs) a flick And then they just glide it over.
1: It is awkward when there's not that much space between me and the table though. And you're like, how are you going to get that through there? Lean back, (laughs) sir.
2: I'm popping this on. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that cheese fondue place that you and I walked in and walked (laughs) out of? We walked in and sat down.
1: Because on paper, cheese fondue from the street looked great. Yeah. And we were like, how fun. And then we, we walked in and it was like being hit with this horrible fondue clouds yeah. that just this scent. It was very And quiet. they sat us upstairs yeah. and it was dark and it was themed. And we sat down we were the both like... The
2: carpet was... Yeah. yeah, we were like, we've got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we can't stay here.
1: We realised we've got theatre tickets. Do you know
2: what though? <laughs> my, my sister told me this great story about someone that she knows, their mum is amazing at puddings. She's amazing at making puddings. This is really going into dinner party territory yeah, okay, now. Yeah, sure. Um, but when she'll go to a dinner party, she'll take a pudding and the pudding is served and whatever's left, no, she, she will pop the cling back on. She takes it home with her.
1: She knows how much she, that pudding's cost.
2: And she knows how good it is. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not leaving that here with you. <laughs> Isn't that somebody's hosted you for the night? <laughs> hosted your dinner party and i can understand the dish if you want the dish back and it's Tupperware. Of... do you know what i mean but she's like i'll take i'll take the rest don't bother scraping that out no, I, i'm taking that tiramisu with me as well as the dish but yeah wraps it up and you've got to slightly admire her for it in many ways
1: Also, tiramisu, side note, have you tried Aldi's tiramisu? No. Oh my God, babes, it is next level. Is it? It's next level. We haven't
2: got an Aldi, we've got a little.
1: Well, you'll have to make the commute. Yes,
2: we'll (laughs) have to make the journey. We'll have to find it.
1: Now, something I actually want to talk about with food and cooking and not having the kitchen... When we were... You were a saint. When we were out wedding planning mm. and we went to Menno's house where we got married. And now that the wedding's done, you know exactly who I mean. You know exactly where picture it is. the whole thing. Um, we sat down and we were, go- we were just about to go through, I don't know, something, floral arrangements Bound or something. Be. And we hadn't <laughs> eaten for quite some time. And Menno said, he said, would you like anything to eat? And I, yes. said, oh. I said, yeah, that'd be really nice, actually. He said, I said what do you want? I said, what do you mean? Have you
2: got a menu? He said,
1: well, he said, darling, I stopped cooking 15 years ago and I've hired a chef. And he said, so you can have whatever <laughs> you need. And I will just lean in now and say, Menno is exactly the gay man I aim to be. It's very rare that I yeah. meet someone I think I could be them because I'm very satisfied with who I am. But I, I constantly thought Menno is yeah. the goal. And we, Dutch and I say, be more Menno. Menno is his Great. name, by the way. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so yes, anyway fantastic he says an um, idol he says legend. don't worry something will be brought out it'll be fine so out comes this lovely looking cake and I I knew I had decisions to make Sarah I knew I had to be really on my A game and I was hungry. I thought the previous meeting both me and Jackie the wedding planner thought previous meeting would have fed us no. Oh. So it was, it was getting oh, a bit.
2: That is really when you think you're getting fed and you're not.
1: No. And it was getting a bit. I can't risk that anymore. I bring claggy my <laughs> around the mouth. It was a bit. And we're on a farm. There's no like shop to pop to. No. There's none of that. No. Anyway, the cake is sliced, and what hits my nose as it's sliced? Banana. banana. It is banana oh, loaf. I was like, No. <gasps> <gasps> oh my god! But I was so hungry, I had to spread and go. I just had to eat a slice. I was like, I just need a little slice. I'll wash it down with coffee and that will just fill the hole. And then I can make extensive floral arrangement yeah. decisions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> but since then, but, and as you know, Port Salute Crew, banana, do, it it haunts me. It and I do have, I have difficulty navigating with it. Banoffee pie is served at dinner. Now that I go to dinner parties, I mean, and also moving to a new area, I've had to really scale back the dietary requirement list. Do you I've think j- you don't like. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had to say, you know, I'm vegetarian. I find that easier than going yeah, into the prawn right. chat. I was like, well, just go, Vaggo. Yeah. And also, I don't eat bananas. But I'm very funny with desserts. I, I just have to be like, I don't eat them. Yeah. Anyway, we went away this weekend and now that children are, as lovely as this is, coming more and more into our lives through nieces and nephews and friends having babies, what do children eat a lot of?
2: Loads of bananas. They they eat... Do you know what? I am always staggered. I'll buy bananas and there'll be bananas there and I'll look again and they've all gone. John eats a lot of bananas. There's a lot of bananas you but you're right, Classic babies do John. babies do eat a lot of bananas.
1: Dutch brings bananas home and then has to apologize because he he's like, I forgot, I'm so sorry, I'll eat them all outside. I'm like, you will. <laughs> I'll eat
2: them one after the other outside. <laughs>
1: so anyway, we were at we were on holiday this weekend with my friend's daughter, Beulah. And Beulah, she got hungry. There was no snacks in the mum pockets. And so my friend Michelle had to go into a shop buy a banana. Yeah. The wind picked up Sarah. <laughs> and as she peeled this banana, Beulah decided to run and wanted to hold my hand during the entire course of eating this banana. So she's like, Uncle
2: Jules.
0: And I was like...
1: <laughs> like Whoa! some sort of
2: exposure therapy. <laughs> and the
1: wind just kept going up. And then she handed me the skin and I was like... Oh, to your mummy. Hand it to your mummy. Uncle Jules can't touch that.
2: Far. That is. Nobody wants to touch somebody else's banana skin. I don't care how much you love bananas. But just
1: banana skin. I, I do post this a lot on Instagram, but banana skin just flung. Yeah. I find that very stressful. There was one on the
2: tube this morning. What's it doing there? Well, there was one on the. Somebody, and I was like, that's. Terrible,
1: disgusting. That's
2: absolutely appalling. <laughs> like somebody had just dropped their banana skin. Who's going to pick it up? That I thought that was very bad. I did,
1: I did this actual like chat on on Instagram about this ages ago about things that people eat on public transport. That's just offensive yeah crisps was very up there now i can't eat crisps on trains <laughs> i have to put them in and let them melt in my mouth and swallow because i'm like oh i'm not going to offend so many people but bananas is very up there because you peel it back and then where do you it's when somebody looks at you and they bite a banana
2: no i have to break it off Oh i would have to break i couldn't God, i couldn't put a banana it. in my mouth like you know like that i'd have to break a piece off it's all too it's all too embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I know, um, a boy at school, actually, I don't know him, um, ate it like a corn on the cop. Ate it Sick. like that. I know. Sick. People are revolting. People are just absolutely How do you hideous. eat a kiwi? I would slice it in half. I'd have to eat it at home. I couldn't eat it on the go. Oh no, that's not no. an <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's because, not an apple, Sarah. You know, yeah, but Lucy does eat them like an apple, or she's she a heathen. used to. She used Lucy Sheridan, to, yeah, she's a Heathen. She used to eat kiwis like that. She, I would slice it down the middle and 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 eat it with a spoon like it was a um, an egg. Yeah, like an egg. How would you eat Sheila it? Sheila
1: used to peel them and slice them for us. I actually can't eat them. Of course make my ears, she did. They make my ears really They're itch. They're a
2: funny one. They yeah. are a funny one, Kiwi. I think, yeah, I think they made Lorna's lips itch and stuff.
1: She's problematic as yeah. Lorna. <laughs> yeah. I tried
2: Nancy with one and she was like, absolutely not.
1: I don't think so. But Nancy so.
2: does this thing, which you would really enjoy. If you offer her something and she energy. doesn't want it, she just goes, she just sort of turns her head back. Like that, like like a very slow flounce, like she's really. It's offended. giving Joan she's Collins. Like... <sighs> and she puts her hand up. It's a no. Yeah, it's it's good. It's Love really good.
1: Girl. Should we do some
2: correspondence? <gasps> oh yes, let's! It was such fun last time. <laughs> Fire her up, Molly.
3: Jules and Sarah, it's Ruth here. Farmer Ruth from down in sunny Cornwall. I cannot tell you how happy I was to see that you're doing another season. My heart actually sang. Oh, I'm so happy. It hasn't been the same without you guys. Like driving in the car has not been the same. So what have I been up to? Not much to report really. Just missing you guys loads. And I want to know how are June and Sheila.
2: Okay. Love you, bye. <laughs> love so uh, quite a few um uh, sounds of the farm Yes, there, which I, yes, enjoyed, I really enjoyed with
1: Farmer Ruth. I mean, we were in Farmer Ruth's kitchen yeah. I think.
2: sat up with bums against the arger yeah. that's what yeah. was happening there. Also there was a bit of typing and I imagine that that was some sort of farm animal doing their yeah. admin.
1: Oh I thought it was a lamb's hoof just yes. scuttling <laughs> around you <Yeah>. know. <laughs>
2: Skiffling across the flagstone. Skiffling's a good word. Yeah, I don't know if it was used in the right context, but let's go with <laughs> it. Oh, farm farmer Ruth was always a delight at Eleven'ses. Oh, how nice! Always an absolute treat, farmer Ruth. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's divine. so nice
1: that because um, actually, pe- a lot of people we were the commuting buddies. Mm, we yes. were in the car. We were on on the repeat. So yes, commutes. They're back. They're back. Enjoy. <laughs> Hi
3: Jules and Sarah, Ah, I can't believe you're back, I'm so excited, Um, I can't really scream too loud because I've got two little children that are asleep, but anyway, um, I just wanted to send in a voice note because I'm very excited that you're both going to be back, I've been trying to um, plod along with Elevenses and uh, Jules's. what are you having for tea um, to get me through and I've really sort of listened to all the back um episodes of the of the podcast going right back to the cab office days, um particular highlights obviously Anna Carice's leg and <laughs> um, Elton's Orchid yes. in particular. I think yeah, they're sure. sort of everyone's <laughs> favourite, aren't they? But just as a <laughs> A member of the Portslough crew, I feel I'm finally fully initiated. I've listened to it all, Um, but I can't wait to hear more. And we've, I suppose, on behalf of everybody, we've all missed you uh, both very, very, very much. um, And can't wait to have you back. And I hope, obviously, Sarah's doing well with the uh, pregnancy and married life and... um, is it post Renault Life Jewels uh, doing you well? Um, so I hope you're both doing very, very well. And uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from uh, you both. Hope this isn't too long as well. Anyway, it's Kate. Um, and I'll need to send you a message. Maybe do it again someday. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye. So
2: nice, Kate. And Kate,
1: I think length is never an issue. Never. Never an issue. Never.
2: You can, you ramble on because God knows we do. (laughs) And
1: also, (laughs) you've had
2: to listen to hours and hours and hours of this. The least we can do, Kate, the very least we can do.
1: Also, Kate, I really like the fact that you talked about the cab office because actually, as we're sat here in this glossy studio, it's given me, scurrying through the night into that cab office and recording, and just all the different, all the different things that Sarah and I went through when we really we didn't know what we were doing. We were just talking into mics and having a gossip, and we didn't know where it would go. And actually, to do to have that moment of a full check back and say. Oh my God, look where we are now. Yeah. like
2: Back in a shiny cab office. Baby
1: baby number twos yeah. on its way. We're both married. We've both got houses. We've both, like our whole life is totally different and yeah. exactly where we wanted it to be when we started podcasting in the cab office. So yeah, thanks for that little check yeah. back in.
2: Gorgeous. Um, we, we will give out the WhatsApp details. The best thing to do is if we just give them out on stories. Yeah. We'll give them out on stories because, you know, Molly loves getting messages, but she doesn't need them. Twenty-four-seven, if she doesn't, if she knows she's not mm. going to see us anytime soon. Well, she, she doesn't, might. I mean, she, come for lunch. We'll always Molly? pop in, Molly. <laughs> always pop in. Could we hear our WhatsApps, please? <laughs> no, you haven't booked. <laughs> but yes, please. Oh my gosh, it's so lovely to hear you. So thank you. We love you getting in touch. Criteria around many things, many, many things. I can't imagine how strong her criteria is for eating out.
1: Oh my god, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. And also, Sheila is Sheila is a vegetarian. Sheila has been a vegetarian since she was 18. Wow. Does she eat
2: any fish?
1: Very, very, very rarely. And yeah. she did, you know, fish was around in the 90s. I yeah. saw fish at tables, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. But she's very much a, a veggie. Mm. And actually, Sheila being veggie, because I remember what it was like being a vegetarian in my teens. So that's in, you know, just a couple of years ago. Yeah. But being vegetarian, it wasn't on menus. Sometimes oh, no. you'd just go to places and they didn't have anything. And so...
2: Oh, it was Linda McCartney. F- uh, when you got home, God, that was it. yeah. And so Linda she, saved you all. So
1: we, <laughs> praise linda so sheila very we call it the pick and poke and sheila has this thing where the dish comes down and she she takes one look and all of us all four of us will just know straight away like oh no mum, mum's not she's not into this and she Sheila is a really good chef so she's like a lot of the time i can cook it better myself at home yeah. and so she's she's really perfected the art of Pushing around, making it look like it's been eaten, whilst really lifting out what she needs, yeah. or it's a straight—it it was a straight swap. Yeah. with can, and oh, I'm not eating God. this. M-
2: Mum will order something, and Dad will go, "Don't have that." Don't. She ordered a seafood platter at one point, and and June does not want to. She thoughts, doesn't want to share food, and she doesn't want to mess about with things either you know she doesn't want to peel a prawn she's not interested yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, that's like dutch always dad it's very sweet really dad will order something that he knows she will like just in case so that when it comes that's love you can go yeah all right i'll swap with you i'll swap your seafood platter for whatever you know
1: there's dutch is like this he's not very good at twisting his taggy telling any of those things he's he doesn't like anything that takes time to put in yeah. his mouth. Mum not-
2: and Dad would never eat um long pasta. They would never order long pasta. Dutch
1: look stressed if I ever yeah. serve it. And yes. he has to chop it up and then it's spooned. Yeah. Not not spooned in, but forked in like a spoon. You know what I mean? Like a toddler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's my husband. <laughs> yeah,
2: Dad would never eat unless it was just in front of Mum and the dog. He would never Eat long pasta. No. If anyone else was there ever. <laughs>
1: well, I know this. Um, this podcast is about eating and eating out, but this really leads into Ken's eating out. And Ken had a bit of a fiasco the other day. Now, Ken, Ken is retired now. We are talking back to back bird watching excursions. He's never CBS. been busier. <laughs> He's never been busier. It's so hard to catch him because back in the day when Dad was working, the commute was there. You knew when to phone Dad. Yeah. Now. Dad is up at 5am to go twitching off with his friends. He's going hiking. You just... It's so difficult to... He's cat. like Bear Grylls. I think he'd like to think he's like <laughs> Bear Grylls. <laughs> now, Ken, Ken's packed lunch is something that no one in the family has ever offered to make for him or Sheila's never really entertained because it's very niche. And Ken likes... He likes a pot pie. Course he loves a pork pie. He loves his sandwiches. Tuna mayonnaise that to push, usually cheese, usually tomato. But I spoke to him yesterday. I said <laughs> I said, Oh, you know, how was your walk? And he said, I had a nightmare with my pet lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, oh. I said, Oh dad, what happened? He I said voice <laughs>
2: so much.
1: He said, Well, the first thing was I cut it close to the bone because we got home late from work. And uh, not from work, from Walking, so I had to get up at 5 a.m. the next day. I was too tired to make my packed lunch the night before. We didn't have any food in. Oh, I thought, Oh no, it's a disaster. And sheila, sheila piped up. Don't blame me, don't blame me. It's not my fault. This is your fault. Your packed lunch, anyway. He said, So I got up in the morning, I made my morning cup of tea, and I looked for my lunchbox. I could not find my lunchbox. Oh. <laughs> 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 he said, "I went upstairs to your I'm just mother. <laughs> I went upstairs to your mother. I said, Sheila, where's my lunchbox?" <laughs> Sheila said, "What?
2: <laughs> Where were... have you left it?"
1: He said, and then I remembered there'd been a leak in the cistern, and I had... my lunchbox was underneath that pipe that'd been leaking. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Ken said,
2: "Piecing it all together." Ken said,
1: "I had to get underneath that that pipe, take out my lunchbox oh, no. that was full of stale water." Oh my god! Rinse it out. I couldn't
2: do it, Ken. I couldn't do it.
1: Rinse it out. No. And then I had to put a piece. He loves a piece of kitchen towel to line the lunchbox. That's classic, <laughs> Ken. <laughs> I lined it, and then. Could I find tomatoes? No, because of the shortage. Yes. So I had to root around in the back of the cupboard. I had Wensleydale and beetroot. I said, oh, that sounds, that sounds quite nice. I'd order that. Sounds yeah, nice. lovely. <laughs> anyway, he said, well, I got to the fells. I was 45 minutes late. I spilt my coffee as I got out of the car. It's <laughs>
2: having a terrible... It's having a mare.
1: <laughs> I spilt my coffee as I got out of the car and I sat down put my lunchbox in and off we went walking. Well, I'd not had any breakfast, I'd not had my coffee, my lunchbox was in the back and I knew I didn't have my cheese and tomato sandwiches. Nothing to look forward to. No, bleak, bleak (laughs) day out. So then (laughs) then he said... Barely a day out at all. He said, I opened my backpack and got out my lunchbox. And the beetroot had made the bread horribly soggy. Yeah. It was also stale on top. And the beetroot then leaked all over my hands and made my hands look like, well, you've seen Happy Valley. I said, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And Dad said they got, they came. He said we came down these hills. We came down these hills and through this village. He said I looked like I'd been at a scene. He said I had beer all over my hands. Been and lambing. I needed a coffee. I was yeah. tired. I was cranky. Had enough. He said I had to get an emergency said, to pull me through. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila said he came home in a foul mood.
2: Foul. He was
1: tired and hungry.
2: Oh gosh, it's a day you wish you'd never got out of bed, Ken. <laughs> Just one thing after another. Beetroot wouldn't travel well. And I think you'd it's have to It's not something really... to put...
1: Beetroot is something from from jar to bread to table. Yeah. That is not to be foiled, clinged, moved. You're
2: so right. Lunchbox and think...
1: on its side as well. Also, With I the aroma think... of the cistern. I think
2: it's going to need heavily patting. You know, like. Uh, oh, Ken it, wouldn't have known no, that technique. He wouldn't have known. No. He wouldn't have known to pack. The irony with him when he had the kitchen roll out already. <laughs> <laughs> he already had it to hand.
1: So Kenya yeah, really suffering with love the tomato that. shortage, I think, love, as well.
2: Love a packed lunch story. Yeah. Love a packed lunch <laughs> Sheila's story. Sheila's
1: packed lunches, I have to say, back in the day. Sheila could not be asked with a pat lunch, you know. Like some kids would open it up and they had all the little mini packets of like Cadbury's stars or something. Sheila, it was literally carrot sticks slung in from the night before. Yeah, one sandwich, one one tiny bag of crisps at a push that she might have bought on the way there. It was just not her vibe. She's no. never been a pat lunch kind of woman.
2: No, fair enough. They are there's something sweaty about them. They're not chic. A lunch I think there could be. Well, I think there's room. For... I think you're thinking of like a Fortnum hamper yeah. delivered, mm. delivered to your picnic yeah. choice of destination. <laughs> <Tough>. <laughs> That's what you're Evo. imagining. We'll be down by the lake. <laughs>
1: I've seen packed lunches on downtown. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's what you're imagining. <laughs> All laid out for you. Yes. That's what you're imagining. Fed. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. June has had... I have been with June... Where she's had some terrible meals, but she doesn't always order well. Which you know, as as discussed, you know the seafood platter—a perfect example. Mm. Um, she got it. You could, and and just like Sheila, you know exactly the moment the plate hits the table, just you may as well take it back. This you is how your well children will feel about back. you, right? I know, <laughs> it, of course. They'll it walk is. in and go.
1: She'll hate this. Yes, <laughs> oh
2: my gosh, she'll never eat this. Never in a million. We went out, we went out somewhere very fancy for brunch. Um, it was like a sort of high-end farmhouse type of thing. It was in London. It was like fancy. Hmm. Very it you, actually. It sounds very,
1: <laughs> very me. Farmhouse, very London, you. what? That's
2: <laughs> it. But it, it was all very weird. It came... And it came... She'd ordered, like, egg on toast. And honestly, like, it was so small. It was it was the tiniest piece of bread with one little egg in the middle of it. No, I'd like never order
1: an egg out. I can't no, trust anyone. Uh, I know.
2: <laughs> well, you're very particular. <laughs> See above. Um, anyway, then we had... Um, so, so mum said, could I have some greens or something with it? Because mine had had like, the, my, whatever i ordered order the had state. come with, yeah, <laughs> had come with a garnish. And so it got sent back to the kitchen and this girl, I could see her, like it was a sort of an open kitchen. She got a great big handful of wet lettuce and just plonked it on top and sent out and it... <laughs> Honestly, the plate hadn't even touched down. And mum went, no, 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 no. I can't eat that. No, it's just a load of wet lettuce. But my dad, I was talking to my dad about this. Because my dad's got a lot of experiences of yes, eating out with yes. mum. Front row. And they went out, they went to a pub. And, and actually, I, I do follow June on this. If you go to the pub and you're having a roast, get your gravy on the side. Because I think gravy is something very personal. People like different amounts. People, you want it over different things, mm. you know. Anyway, June, the, June forgot to say gravy on the side. And she said it came... It had so much gravy on it, this roast, that you couldn't identify the (laughs) roast item. Lovely. Underneath, (laughs) everything was just covered, like Pompeii. Everything was just, had sunk.
1: It was more of a stew than a roast. It really was.
2: And um, anyway, she was sort of lifting up items. Draining. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to, yes. Do you (laughs) have a sieve? Trying (laughs) to find something. And she realised that the only vegetable was a bit of shredded cabbage, right? That was the only vegetable on the plate, right? <laughs> so she was like, no. So she said to the lad, she said the lad couldn't have cared less. And she said, could I have, could I have some more veg, please? Anyway, he went in the kitchen and he came out. With the biggest <laughs> bowl of cabbage. Like this enormous thinking bowl. Thinking this will shut her yes, up. <laughs> thinking, take the cabbage. This massive bowl of cabbage. Anyway.
1: And and cabbage isn't really lent into it, Toby's, is it? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she won't thank you for that. Anyway, the, um, <laughs> the guy, the lad, this lad came up at the end of the meal and said, <laughs> said did you enjoy your meal? And mum said, I think that was the worst Sunday lunch I've ever had. I think that was actually the worst one. And this this guy, not a flicker, absolutely nothing. He said that he looked he looked sort of like, oh, well, he we should have been here last Sunday, and he looked like this. And no, no apology. Did he offer dessert? He literally went. Do you want to see the dessert menu? And he, like nothing, no acknowledgement, no apology. Like this is the worst so Sunday lunch I've ever had. Do you want to see the dessert menu? <laughs> Was it fudge brownie, Madden, that you're after? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Will we do a bit of news from the north?
1: Okay, now my news from the north comes from Leeds Live. I tried the essential Leeds lunch spot and fell in love with a beautiful monster sandwich. (laughs) It's everything you want and more. It's
2: everything. It's all there in the headline. Oh gosh, fantastic. And I don't
1: I don't know whether to read this whole news in a Leeds accent. What would you do?
2: I think you should try. Okay.
1: Walking through Leeds and deciding where to go for lunch is an exciting decision with so many options to choose from, but it can be easy to fall into the trap of going to popular chain brands Absolutely. every day yep. and not buying from independent businesses. Amen but one independent sandwich shop in the city which proves to be more popular than any chain is Broad Sandwich Bar in Great George Street. Broad. I, yeah, I hope there's Port crew listening going, I've been, I've know I it exactly. we love Broad. We love Broad. I keep walking past the eatery midweek and seeing queues of people waiting to order their lunch, from businessmen wandering down in their suits, which when I read that I was like, could be estate agents, to building site workers. <laughs> still
2: businessmen.
1: And families, this spot always has a variety of customers waiting in line. Gosh. I heard whispers of people even pre-ordering their lunch and thought, what is so good about this place? What's
2: so good about Broad?
1: (laughs) I went to see, I'm going to get the giggles. I went to see if the food was worth waiting in the long queue for. I went to get my lunch at 1pm and people were already lining up at the front door. Gosh. Glancing through the window, I could see a large board offering a variety of sandwiches and salads and plenty of baked goods on offer too. Surprisingly, I only had to wait in the queue for about 45 minutes. And then <laughs> no,
2: Sorry, 4 to 5 minutes. 4 to
1: 5, not yes. 45 no, not
2: 45 minutes. No, not 45.
1: Because I wouldn't have said the T. Forty-five. Yes.
2: <laughs> Only had to wait forty-five minutes. The service couldn't have been better.
1: And then walked into the crisp scent of fresh bread and sweet sound of jazz-style music playing in the background. Ooh, that's charming. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. The staff looked rushed off their feet.
2: <laughs> You look knackered.
1: (laughs) And a number of people were stood waiting outside for their orders. Of course, I went for a sandwich Uh, in the sandwich, opting for a brown seeded bread accompanied with all-American herb chicken, rocket, chili jam and red onion. Sounds disgusting. Wow.
2: (laughs) Sorry, could you just go through that again?
1: Yeah, she opted for a brown seeded bread accompanied with all-American herb chicken,
2: Oh chicken, right, yeah, yeah.
1: A rocket.
2: Yeah.
1: Chili jam Ooh, and yeah. red onion. She has put oh, a picture gonna... of it. She has put a picture of it here, which Sarah will really paint the scene for you. Oh
2: my god, it looks like it's been dropped. <laughs> 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 yeah. Gosh, she'll need a polo mint after that. <laughs>
1: The great part about the spot aside from it being extensively rated five star on review sites is that you can cater the sandwich to what you like like Subway yeah. substituting different meats fish oh, vegetables and sauces you can in have your, what you want on a sandwich your...
2: in a sandwich shop i mean no wonder they're flocking
1: you really like the sandwich shop strap line in our town don't you fillers more than just sandwiches oh yeah I lo- you loved that it's
2: brilliant
1: There was a lot of variety to choose from, which works well as you think I'll do that combination next time. (laughs) That's how they get you. That is how they get you. Who doesn't love to get creative with their food, right? (laughs) I also ordered a Diet Coke and a sweet treat, a colourful blondie. The total price was £7.80, lucky, which I felt was reasonable. She opened a purse. Yep. She opened a purse willingly. Yep. That's I, reasonable. I had to wait about five minutes for the sandwich, which was so quick as this point the queue grew bigger and bigger. <laughs> I've just seen a picture of the journalist. She won't think she's as young as she is. Owning the sandwich wrapper, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> A sandwich, maybe. <laughs>
1: a, mon- a monstrous sandwich was revealed with the ingredients oh, oozing out of it. I couldn't wait to dive in as it smelt divine. I actually originally asked for ciabatta bread, but broad had already run out by 1pm. I was a bit disappointed, but this just goes to show how popular the business really is. Absolutely. My second option of the seeded brown bread was soft and tasteful. <laughs> was soft and tasteful. The light spread chili jam was gorgeous and complemented the chicken beautifully. You can really tell everything was homemade and the flavour combinations were thought through well. The salad and onions added a nice crunch to the sandwich <laughs> and the chicken bits <laughs> were full of flavour and made my eyes roll. Made my eyes roll to the back of my head. <laughs> What an image! <laughs> oh. <And> then, <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my head, she's not back at the office either. She's on a bench oh, <laughs> in, god. Le- in Leeds yes. City Centre. Like. Yes. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I think it might be the best sandwich I've ever had. Oh my god. And the fact I was super hungry and the staff um, made it quickly made it all the more enjoyable.
2: I'm very hungry. Could you be quick?
1: It really just go on and on and on about this blondie and traybake, which I think she's yeah. she's equally enjoyed. I love
2: enjoyed. A blondie. I love blondies.
1: Um, she said that her final line is the only thing I cannot understand about this sandwich shop is that it's closed on a weekend. They would make an even bigger profit and bring in different customers. <laughs> so she also does business yeah. reviews as well, which I like.
2: Okay, yes, she'll turn a hand. Mark, incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I mean, if they're rushed off the feet in the week, they need the weekend off. They need it. All. Oh, also, there's the no businessmen.
1: Off. No businessmen in suits go no, down on the weekend. No workmen. No, no. no.
2: no. You don't want to. Have, don't want, no, no. I'm going to go. Oh, you must. Next time
1: I'm in Leeds, I'm oh, going it to Broad. Sounds
2: amazing. Get yourself to Broad.
1: <laughs> I'll go early so I can have ciabatta.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Do get yourself there. Um, My news from the north has come from the North Norfolk news A lovely fine publication john travolta says he loves norfolk after eating at seafood restaurant hollywood superstar john travolta has said that he loves Norfolk as he enjoyed lobster at, the Nor- at a North Norfolk seafood restaurant. The Grease and Saturday Night star tucked into an evening meal at the Old Forge seafood restaurant in Thurstford on Wednesday evening making it the latest sighting of the 68-year-old out and about (laughs) in the county.
1: The latest sighting. (laughs)
2: He's been spotted again. He's over there. There's John. (laughs) Owner Sarah Bowitt said of the visit, it was just mind-blowing. His manager called and said John was wanting lobster. So it wasn't a shock per se. We were expecting them, but it was still incredible. Before they arrived, some paparazzi turned up, which made them almost cancel their booking. There was peril mm. I said they could come in the side entrance which is technically our home <laughs> if they really wanted
1: John Travolta would have walked in and been like where the hell are we
2: good heavens imagine
1: hoovering for John
2: yeah hoovering as he came in without warning you didn't know he was coming around no. the back and I said they could come in the side entrance, which is technically our home, if they wanted, so they couldn't be seen. He was lovely and so nice, a real gentleman. I he kept asking me if I was all right. I think he was worried. As, as I was on the floor, <laughs> yes. collapsed. Don't look at these skirting boards, John. Don't look.
1: Everything all right? Are you
2: all right? I think he was worried I was stressed about the paparazzi. He was charming and so funny. He had a real sense of humour. We were joking all evening. His daughter was just the same. If you didn't know who he was, you'd think he was just a regular customer. Loved that. He had the dressed crab and lobster bisque <laughs> as starters. I'm sure John <laughs> would
1: really appreciate this.
2: All right, with your NDA, Sarah. Yeah. Um, he had the dressed crab and lobster bisque as starters, two starters for John, and the whole baked lobster, and the table shared everything on our small dessert menu. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the lot we'll just share just bring a few spoons he was excited by the fact all the seafood was local he seemed really interested
1: <laughs> John was so excited he couldn't keep on his seat he was now, jumping up and down a
2: couple of the part-time staff were in des- were desperate for a photo and when I went over to ask him he stood up and asked if we'd like some pictures I heard him say to some other customers that he loved Norfolk and it's a really nice area he seemed to have really enjoyed the meal I hope he did the old forge specializes in sea, fresh seafood with lobster crabs and oysters bought daily from the fishermen at Blakely and Wells and prepared by Sarah's husband Colin. Travolta has been spotted across the county including Morrison's in Fakenham. <laughs> oh I've
1: mean it's awful. <laughs>
2: Weatherspoons in Durham oh. and Erpington House in Norwich. Who's the tour guide? Oh, God. The star is in Norfolk shorting, shooting a short film called The Shepherd based on a 1975 novella by Frederick Forsyth. Filming is believed to be taking place at Raynham Hangar Studios in West Raynham, a former airbase.
1: Well, there we are. So
2: there you go. Uh, this was April 2022. So, yeah, so if, if you, you are were... going out looking for John. Yeah, I, he's I, long I, gone. I
1: was in Norfolk a couple of weeks ago and I, I didn't see John. No,
2: John wasn't around. John wasn't around. Look I did have the him. dressed
1: crab though. <laughs>
2: we must go to Morrison's. While you're here, you must go to Morrison's. And you you haven't been, if you haven't had, if you haven't been to Wetherspoons, you just haven't been in. And when I
1: said that Morrison's was horrible, it, it's the most confusing layout ever. You can't, it's not one of those nip in, nip out. No. It, you go in, you're like, where are these apples? The
2: market place, the market street element of Morrison's. I always find upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Portslough crew. We adore you for listening. We cannot tell you. It's we are so delighted to be back here and doing this again. We just utterly love it. So thank you. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. And thank you for getting in touch Yes, as always. Cause it's so lovely to hear you. Um, we do always finish just to take a moment, just to take a moment to really absorb something. <laughs> it's an odd way of phrasing it. Um, we always finish on Jules's Affirmation of the Week.
1: Your body is healthy. Your mind is brilliant. Your soul is tranquil
2: lovely i had so much fun finding these <laughs> i was like
1: oh my god yeah i really need this <laughs> i was holding my quartz actually when i was doing it
2: he's holding it now and <laughs> um, we adore you for listening and we will see you next time Bye.
4: if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers